Welcome to the Connected Spirit Podcast. I'm your mentor, Courtney Dawson. I'm a professional medium, mentor, minister, and certified spiritual life coach. My goal with this podcast is to have deep, meaningful conversations regarding the journey of mediumship and spirituality. It is my hope that by listening, you will feel seen and confident in your own experiences. I invite you to join me on this journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. I'm really excited to share with you this topic of what a development circle is all about, because honestly, it is one of the most cherished times that I look back on fondly in my spiritual development and particularly with my mediumship development. So what is a development circle? A development circle is a group of people who meet weekly at the same time, same place, the same group of people. And usually a development circle has anywhere from eight to 12 people. I always sat in a circle where there was anywhere from eight to 10 people. And that circle is going to be led by a trained medium. So this is somebody who has experience and has a really strong foundation. So they can help their students identify any areas that they're struggling in and then give them really valuable feedback, support, and suggestions on how they can overcome any challenges that they're experiencing in their development. I know when I first went into the spiritualist church, I was just so amazed that there were people just like me who could see and feel and hear this world of spirit and that there were actual classes and workshops that people could attend where they could discover these abilities and allow them to unfold in a way that was really natural and safe. Now, for many people who have heard my podcast before, you will know that it took me, honestly, until I was in my early 30s before I was ready to develop my mediumship because I grew up in a religious home and there was so much indoctrination surrounded by and instilled with a lot of fear. So growing up in my Christian home, my parents always talked about there was angels and there was demons and that anybody who from the spirit that was trying to come and connect with you was actually what was called a familiar spirit, meaning that it was actually a demon who was pretending to be your loved one so that they could pull you in and draw you in and get you under the control. Well, you can see right there. And that's just like a little bit of what I'm sharing. You could see how somebody from a young age who was seeing spirit and telling, you know, my parents what I was seeing, how comments like that and beliefs like that could really cause so much fear. And, and to be honest, it actually caused a lot of trauma because every time I was having an experience with the spirit, whether I was seeing them, hearing them, feeling them, dreaming about them, I always would have that fear that would come up because of what my parents had told me. Well, what was really cool, though, when I was in my early 30s, went to the spiritualist church and was able to get into a development circle is that I learned very, very, very quickly that those in the spirit world who gather close are not there to harm us. They're not there to cause us any troubles. In fact, they're actually there to support us in our life, whether that be with our health, whether that be in our work, whether that be in our role as a, a partner, a parent, a sibling. You know, maybe you have a specific role in your job that requires a specific talent or energy and the world of spirit is going to be there to support you through that. I know that in my work when I used to have a daycare, 
I would have the spirit world support me and give me ideas on how I could come up with new and fun and different interesting activities. So I learned very quickly in my development that there was absolutely nothing at all to fear about. They, they, these beautiful, beautiful spirit people were not there to hurt me. They were just there to help me, support me and love me. And I learned in my development circle that the reason why these people from the world of spirit gather close is because they're motivated by the energy of love. Once they cross over to the other side, they then look at the soul's evolvement and growth and the possibility for its progress. And so many of these beautiful souls, you know, connect with their council of light, their, their, their own spirit team, and decide what lessons that they want to continue to learn in the other world. And many of them choose to come back. Some don't, but many choose to come back. And it's with the heart of service that they actually come close to you and I to be able to work with us. And for the spirit to even gather close to work with us and support us, it just really shows their generosity. And this is why I am such an advocate and such a stickler for doing this work with the highest of intentions and integrity because the other world doesn't have to come back and they don't have to teach us about life after life and they don't have to come back and support us, but they choose to because there's a bigger picture, there's a bigger plan and they want to support us. So going back to the development circle, there was so much that I learned in there that has forever shaped my belief in mediumship and mediumship development and spirit communication and the different ways I look at spirit communication and its purpose. It Honestly, if you have not sat in a development circle, please check it out because I just want to say I have had so many, so many incredible encounters with the world of spirit, which I will share in this episode with you, that really left a profound imprint on my heart. So who sits in a circle? Who should sit in a development circle? And honestly, I feel like if you have been having experiences with the world of spirit, whether it be like me from a young age, or maybe you've experienced the loss of a loved one, and you want to learn how to be able to connect with the other side, maybe you're somebody who has had a spiritual awakening and recognizes that within your own soul, there's a calling. And that calling is for you to help serve humanity on both sides of the veil. Then I think you're an excellent candidate for for sitting in a development circle. Now, if you're somebody who does have abilities and you want to develop so you can make a lot of money and become rich and famous and maybe have a TV show and gain all this notoriety, then I would ask you to question why you actually want to do this work because mediumship, yeah, some people might get to know you, but really it's all about service and it's about being really humble and there's humility in this work that we do. So think about that before you even approach a circle. And then the next thing, if you decide that, yeah, you know what? I really feel like this is the next step. I'm really being called or inspired by my soul, by the spirit world to sit in a circle. Go check out a circle and, and see if maybe it's an open circle. And an open circle is a circle that might meet biweekly, might meet once a month. And there could be a variety of different instructors or mediums that are going to be leading the circle and, and get a feel for the, the, the teacher because, 
you're not going to gel with everybody, right? And, you know, people who sit in my circle, I develop very good relationships with them. But, you know, I'm not ignorant to the fact that I might not be everybody's cup of tea. My teaching style might not be somebody's cup of tea. I'm very loving and kind and generous, but I don't, I don't beat around the bush, if that makes sense. Like, I just give the straight goods. And, but I do it in a loving and nurturing way. So, of course, never to, to instill any insecurity or trepidation in my students. But I'm a straight shooter. Just like how I talk to you on my shows, that's how I talk to my students in my class because I don't feel like we need to sugarcoat mediumship. Mediumship is what it is. And let's just do the work, right? Let's all be on the same page. So if you're interested in getting in a development circle, look for a mentor. Look for somebody who has formal training, who has a good reputation, who has ran circles for at least a few years. Somebody who knows how to work with a group of students and work with them at their own individual levels, okay? And so there's all different places that you can go check out. Some spiritualist churches have them. And what some teachers will do is they may have you come in and sit in a circle for a bit just to see if the energy harmonizes. Others might actually just do a little bit of a chat and get to know each other. I don't want to say it's an interview, but it's a conversation. So that way you get to feel and sense the vibes of one another and just see if this is a right fit. Now, some circles will run like a whole school year. And when I was doing in-person circles, I used to run them from September till the end of May, just like a regular classroom. And I found that some people just really struggled with committing to that. So personally for myself, I run my development circles in six-week blocks. And that gives you enough time to feel feel and sense and see, is this something I want to continue to pursue, Right. And some people go, well, how long should I sit in circle? And honestly, as long as you need to. For myself, I loved sitting in a circle and I sat in my circle for seven years. People go, oh my God, that's a long time. But there was so much that was to be learned. There was so much to be experienced in that circle that I became very quickly aware that six weeks, six months, a year just wasn't going to cut it for me. I wanted to learn as much as I could. And honestly, I learned an incredible amount about myself, about humanity, about the world of spirit, all types of philosophy that they would bring through as well. It was just so amazing. And I really believe that the fact that I sat in a circle for so long really helped me become a very grounded and well-rounded medium and teacher. So I want to share with you some things that I learned in circle. So the first thing that I already mentioned is I learned that there's nothing to fear from the world of spirit when you're there to grow and develop your mediumship abilities, whether you're brand spanking new or you're somebody that, yeah, you know, you've got you've got some gifts there. You kind of understand them a bit, but you're looking to deepen that connection with the other world and better understand the gifts that you do have. A circle is going to be amazing. And for me, it just really answered a lot of questions. I looked so far, so long, read, researched, talked to people, tried to get answers. And to be honest, I didn't find them until I started sitting in a circle. I had questions about 
You know, why does the spirit gather close? What types of spirit people gather close? What happens in a circle? What happens when I start developing my abilities? You know, are my abilities going to be opened and they're never going to turn off? Like I had all of these questions and honestly, I just never really found any answers that resonated with me. So I learned in a circle that there there is a really strong need for mediums to be disciplined in their abilities. And I know that many of you are listening. You've probably experienced the same thing that I'm going to share with you. Like you make this connection with the other world and your life is forever changed. And honestly, it is magical and it feels so good. And you're in this high vibration. You just want to stay in it. And we need to recognize that we can't always stay We're not meant to always stay in that high vibration because if we were, there would be no need for us to come back and incarnate into the physical and have these human experiences. So when I was in a circle, I learned that I needed to be disciplined and that I didn't need to be open 24-7 like 7-Eleven. I just didn't. It's not necessary. It's not energetically, physically, mentally, emotionally. It's just not good for us. And so there's a time to open and be receptive to the spirit world and to say, hey, spirit, I'm available. I'm ready to communicate. I'm ready to commune with you. That's totally cool. But on the other side, we need to recognize there's a time that we need to, I don't want to say shut down because you can't shut down their abilities. They're always there. But you can just set the intention to the world of spirit and just say, I'm not available for communication right now. I'm just going about my everyday life, guys. Thanks so much. And I always describe it to my students, like when I'm working, I'm turning up the dial, kind of like a radio. So I'm turning up the volume. And when I'm not working, I'm turning down the dial. So I'm less receptive. Now, the more that you develop your mediumship, the more sensitive you're going to become to energies and shifts in your field of awareness. I get that. But we need to set the intention. And when we do that, the spirit world honors it. You know, they don't want burnt out mediums. And the only reason why mediums burn out is because they don't have discipline. And honestly, been there, done that, got the t-shirt, the bumper sticker, and it sucks ass. It really does. So be disciplined, everybody, okay? You don't need to be talking with spirit 24 hours a day and being open and receptive. You can talk to them. But I mean, think of it this way. You're not going to be talking 24-7 to your family all the time. There's going to be periods of rest. There's going to be times where maybe you don't text or phone a a friend for a couple of days or maybe a week or a couple of weeks, you know? I do recommend when you are developing your mediumship, when you are sitting in a circle, you're having consistency with them. And that consistency allows you to build your rapport with the spirit world. But outside of the circle, set an appointment with them. Set a time when you're available to communicate. That way you don't have spirits showing up, you know, at the grocery store, when you're pumping gas, when you're trying to go to bed, like at times that it's not appropriate. Set an appointment with them and they're going to show up, but you got to make sure you show up too, right? Remember, when we're developing mediumship, it's a relationship that's being built between you and your spirit team. So I also learned that the spirit world, when I would start to do what I thought was inspirational speaking, but really it was trance speaking or trance communication. I would go into an altered state and it felt like there was a spirit entering my body. And I thought, oh my God. And I used to freak out, right? Because I could feel the energy of the spirit blend with me. And then I couldn't really feel my body and my eyes felt like they were moving, but I wasn't moving them. 
I was having very, very strong experience in the trance states. And it was weird because my teacher always called it inspirational speaking. But, you know, I've done some training at the Arthur Family College. And what was happening? I was actually in the trance states. And so I would have, depending on what topic or lesson the teacher had us doing, one would be like inspirational speaking. Well, the guides that would work with me, two in particular, one would blend with me. And it was like, I kind of moved my consciousness out of the way and they moved in and would speak to the group sometimes 10, 15 minutes and ask me what was said. I have no idea, but I'd come back and I'd be okay. But the first couple of times that happened, I used to freak out thinking, oh my God, there's a spirit controlling my body. And, you know, it was by sitting in the circle that I had these experiences and learned that spirits don't jump in your body. They don't take control. A spirit will not blend with you without your permission. You might sense them coming close, but if you're like me and felt like they were coming in your body, you need to know, and this is the value of having a teacher and sitting in a circle, is that one, the circle is a safe space. Two, the teacher is going to tune in to see what state you're at, where you are, how you're doing, and also tuning into the spirit that is working with you to make sure that it's harmonious and everything's okay. And everything was always okay. I never had any issues, but it was really about me surrendering to the spirit and allowing that experience to unfold for my development as well. And something I learned in sitting in circle was that many people gather close in the circle and not all of them are going to work with you. You might have somebody, a guide that comes in just for one class, and it may not necessarily be for your own development. It might actually be for theirs. Because if we recognize that there is eternal progress open to every soul, then we can understand that when there's a development circle there, there may be spirits that come from the other side that are watching and learning from you, from your circle, from the teacher, right? And I learned that there's so many people that can come in from the world of spirit and work with you in a circle. And, you know, I had a guide that worked with me for a few months and I got really connected and felt this really strong bond. And then they stepped back and stopped working with me. And that really made me feel insecure and uncomfortable because there was a rapport that was being built. But what I was told from the spirit and what I was also told from or by my teacher was that as you progress and learn, certain guides may change. In other words, you might have a guide that then steps back so another can move in. And my teacher explained it to me this way, that let's say you're in kindergarten. You're not going to have a high school teacher teaching a kindergarten class, just like you're not going to have a kindergarten teacher teaching a high school class. So in other words, the more that you develop and grow in your understanding and in your abilities as a medium, there can be changes in your work and in your workers from the spirit. So that was something that I found really, really valuable and that, you know, I didn't know there were so many types of mediumship. You know, I always thought mediumship was Okay, a medium just starts channeling messages from someone in the spirit who is called dead, which I don't believe they're dead. They're just people without bodies anymore. Okay. And, and they would bring through messages to people that were still here in the physical. That's all I knew. I didn't know that people could go into the trance states, which is an altered state of consciousness and, and learn about 
philosophy, learn about what it's like in the other world, be able to receive guidance about this physical existence from the world of spirit. I have been so privileged to witness so many beautiful communications and lectures from the world of spirit. And I don't, I mean, lectures respectfully, not like somebody's, you know, standing at a pulpit preaching at you, but beautiful lectures and teachings from the world of spirit. And I am forever, forever grateful. When you're sitting in a circle, depending on what type of circle you're in, you're going to learn a lot. Now, there's all different types of development circles. So there's evidential development circle. So what is that? That means that your intention, the intention of that circle is to be bringing through evidence from the spirit world to bring proof of survival and to comfort the brief, right? Then there's healing circles. So there'll be people that gather, they sit in a circle and they will be working with healing guides to send healing to other people in the group or to send healing out to the collective or to a specific area in the world that is, you know, dealing with natural disasters. You know, perhaps I'm sure right now there's healing circles that are sending healing out to Hawaii with all these horrible fires that have been going on or out to Russia in the Ukraine, right? They will send healing out to all these different people. And then there are physical circles and physical circles are where there will be one medium who is a physical medium. And physical mediumship is kind of rare because it takes a long time to develop and not everybody wants to sit that long to be able to develop mediumship, physical mediumship. And physical mediumship is where a physical medium will go into an altered state and there will be a spirit control, aka spirit guide, that blends with them and the medium will produce ectoplasm. And ectoplasm can be a liquid, a solid, or a gas. And when it's been photographed, it kind of looks like cheesecloth or like a white glossy kitchen bag. And what happens is, is that ectoplasm is excreted from, you know, the ears, the nose, the mouth of the, of the physical medium. And then a spirit communicator will blend with that, with that ectoplasm. And all different kinds of phenomena can take place, like direct voice, which means you can hear the spirit communicator's voice exactly how it would sound in the physical. Or there could be like trumpets that are floating around the circle and then you can hear spirit voices in them. There may be different, often there could be like different toys and stuff that are put in the center of the circle. And then there's like luminescent tape that is wrapped around it. And the spirit people will move all of these objects and everybody who's sitting in the circle will see this. Now, during the physical circle, the medium is not aware of what's going on. They're in a trance state, but they are very safe. The rest of the circle will be people who are just holding space and basically providing their energy for the physical phenomena to take place. So physical phenomena comes from a physical medium. Incredible. I would absolutely love to sit in a physical seance circle one day. It would be incredible. So just sending out that thought to the world of spirit because I'm sure they're going to hear it. But the typical circles, your traditional circles, are going to be bringing through messages from the world of spirit. It's always going to be safe. It's always going to be loving. And it is just a wonderful way for you to connect with like-minded people because not everybody is going to understand your journey. Not everybody is going to be open to hearing about all these amazing and beautiful experiences that you're having with the world of spirit. They're just not. And you need support. And this is where the support of a circle 
the fellows, people that are sitting, as well as your teacher, are going to become almost like a second family to you. It is such an important relationship that you'll form. And you're also going to give yourself the opportunity to relax because you're going to see that there's a lot of other people out there who are just like you or having similar experiences. So you're going to find that there's no need to compare yourself. And when you don't compare and you're relaxed, you allow your abilities really a chance to be developed. You get the opportunity to learn who your spirit guides are and to get to know them. You get to practice your abilities in a safe, loving, and supportive environment. You get practical exercises which help you practice. And how do you become good at something? You practice, practice, practice. That's what you get from a circle plus so much more. And I just cannot overemphasize the need for development circles. Yeah, you can take a workshop and you can take a class, but it's the consistency, it's the foundation that you really need to be able to be a quality medium. Now, there are so many beautiful experiences that you can have in a circle. And what my experiences are may be completely different than what you'll have. But if you go in with the right intention, I promise you, you're always going to learn and gain something that's really going to support you in your understanding of the spirit, of your abilities, and of the living as well. There's all different types of people from the world of spirit that join you in your circle. And again, depending on what you're doing. So there's spirit guides. Now, spirit guides is kind of a like a really generic label, but you'll have a guide that's going to work with you in your mediumship messages. If you're doing inspirational speaking, which you might do, for example, I know when I sat in circle, my teacher would ask her guides for one word. I would be given that one word and I would go to my spirit guides and ask them, can you bring through something for the group using this word? And I would just relax and surrender. And the next thing you know, it was just like I, I was talking and it was just flowing, but it was very much inspired by the spirit. So there's inspires, there's teachers, there's guides, there's healers. Again, depending on what work you're doing with the spirit world and what type of circle you're sitting in. So you might know a guide, you might not know your guide, but just be open to whomever from the world of spirit is going to be there to support you while you're sitting in the circle. One thing that does not happen in development circles is like rituals or summoning of the spirits. You know, you're not going to see a Ouija boards in a circle like some of the Hollywood TVs where, you know, there's a bunch of people sitting at a kitchen table and it's all in the dark and they got a candle and they've got the their Ouija board out and they're summoning the spirits like that's Hollywood, guys. People might do that, but it's not going to be seen, should not be occurring in a mediumship circle. I, I've never experienced that. There's a lot of people that are very, very strict about what comes in a circle and what does not come in a circle. And I mean like tools. So some people in their mediumship, when they're working or practicing, they'll use like crystals or a pendulum or tarot cards. When I was in circle, like that kind of stuff rarely came in, like crystals, pendulums, that kind of stuff never came in. The only time cards were ever used is if we were going to be doing like in the very, very early stages of inspirational speaking, we pull a card, one word, and we had to 
just allow the spirit to blend with us, inspire our mind with thoughts, words, and phrases that were connected to that card. But that was about it. And I mean, even in my own circles, I don't bring in that stuff. Now, it's not that crystals and pendulums and tarot cards are bad, but they should not be used in place of your mediumship because the whole point of mediumship development is for you to grow your abilities, you know, and to develop a rapport with your spirit team. And I feel like the relationship that you have with your spirit team is so precious that it needs to be fostered. It needs to be taken care of and it requires time. And you can't just rush the development. And sometimes what the tools do is they offer you like a comfort blanket. Well, I feel safer if I have cards or I have a pendulum, then I know it's real. Well, the whole point of sitting in a circle and the whole point of mediumship development is for you to be able to trust yourself, for you to learn how to trust your spirit team, to get to know them. And that takes time and it can't be rushed. There's no shortcut to mediumship development and that you can't take a weekend workshop and think you're a certified medium or you're a trained medium and are ready to go work with the public. It goes so much deeper than that. And we we learn while sitting in a circle that it is a great honor and privilege to be there as a channel, as a conduit for the world of spirit. And that we're actually the voice for the world of spirit. They need people who have physical bodies, who have a voice to speak, to share what they want to say. And so this is where integrity comes in, in this beautiful sacred work that we do, is that we want to make sure we're doing the best job and that what we're doing isn't filtered by our own expectations or desires. We want to be a clear channel for them. So we need to really honor this sacred work. And the whole purpose of sitting in a circle is to, in itself, like I can't even narrow it down to one thing, but the purpose of sitting in a circle is to allow you an opportunity to sit in a safe, sacred place where you can be comfortable enough to develop your abilities to their fullest expression while doing this work in communion with the world of spirit. It is absolutely wonderful. And, you know, I would go back and sit in a circle if I felt like there was one that really resonated with me because you're always learning guys and girls. Like it is, there's no end point in this journey and this development. Like, I don't know when you guys are going to be listening to this, but like August 28th, I'm going back to England and I'm going there for three weeks. I'm going to go spend a week at the Arthur Finley College again because I want to learn. I want to grow. There's not one book or one class you can take and you've checked all the boxes. You've learned everything there is to know. It is unending. And I honestly don't think that we're ever in this physical existence ever going to know all there is that needs to be known or experienced in mediumship. But we can certainly strive and, and search and look and, and develop. But I really feel like a circle just, it's like a second home and you feel safe and comfortable. And honestly, in any of the work that we do with spirit, in order for us to be quality mediums, in order to bring through quality evidence, you got to be confident. You got to be comfortable. You got to feel like you always know that the spirit is going to bring through whatever needed and that you trust what they're going to bring through. And you're going to get that in a circle. So I hope that I have shared 
some information that has really got you thinking about the value of a down, pardon me, of a development circle. And just before we wrap up today, you know, why we sit in a circle, why it's actually the shape of a circle is because when we are all sitting in a circle, your energy is going to blend with the person beside you and the next and the next. So think of it as like a link in a chain. And as everybody sits there and they begin to attune to the spirit and open up their awareness, all of the energies blend and the energy just becomes more tangible, more palpable. And it is such a powerful experience. You think about one medium, how much power they have. Well, you put eight to 10 of them sitting in a circle together, whether it's online or in person, there's nothing like it. And there's so much that you're going to experience that you just don't get anywhere else. And so for myself, I think that's why I'm just a big advocate for circles. And I love it. I think it's so much fun. And there's always something new. You never know what the spirit world's going to bring through. And that's what keeps it exciting. I've never been bored in my mediumship development. And in a circle, you know, you get all kinds of experiences by watching other mediums work, seeing how other guides work with your fellow peers and all the different exercises that your teacher brings through and the guidance that they bring through. It is honestly a magical experience that I want everybody to experience at some point in their life. So I just want to thank you so much for being here and for supporting the show. It is your support that allows us to continue to share information that can support people just like you. And I do have a bunch of new classes and circles that are ready for enrollment right now in the Connected Spirit School. So you can check that out online by visiting mediumcourtneydawson.com. And I send you so much love, my friends, so much blessings, and wish you all the best as you enjoy the rest of your week. I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of The Connected Spirit. If you did, please leave me a review and a rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you do feel called to share this with your friends, thank you so much for tagging me on Instagram at Medium Courtney Dawson. It really helps to get the word out about this podcast so we can help more people just like you. If you're interested in a private reading or attending any one of my mentoring classes, workshops, or events, you can go to MediumCourtneyDawson.com or check me out on Instagram at Medium Courtney Dawson. Have a great day, guys. 